0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to season three of the NFL Digest. Woo! It's your girl, Nora Tish, and I do want to do best. Talk about football. Kicking off season three, we had one of the craziest football weekends ever. Man. It was a freaking disaster for some teams. And some teams really showed out and showed up. You guys know what it is. You know the drill. It's season three. She Girl picks five teams every week. And we have one trash game of the week. We have the, the game of the week. And then we have three games that really just caught no attention, either positive or negative. So let's get to it. Let's talk about week one, okay? So, first game I want to talk about today is the Saints and the Falcons. So, the Saints did beat the Falcons 27-26, but this game was not as fairytale as you may think it was. So, the Falcons had to play catch-me-up in the first half of this this game, but starting out, the Saints were able to get on that board, but the Falcons got on the board pretty early in the game because Young... Young Ho Koo kicked a fifty-four-yard field goal at the ten-minute mark of the game, putting the Falcons on the board three to zero. However, um, Jason Hill had an eleven-yard run that at the five minutes forty-four-second mark, where the he ran for eleven yards, ended up scoring a touchdown. Will Lutz kicked the extra point, making it seven three. So. In the second quarter, the Falcons completely dominated. They the Falcons aren't too bad, yo. I am gonna hold y'all. The um the Falcons um Cordell uh, yeah, Cordell Patterson had a five-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Young Young Ho Young Ho Koop extra point, making it ten to seven. Towards the end of the second quarter, right? right before the half. Young Ho kicks a 50-yard field goal with a minute and six seconds on the clock, making it 13-7. When I tell y'all the Falcons were not playing, they were not playing because they got the ball back again. Yes, you heard me. They kicked the field goal at a minute and six seconds. However, to expire the time for the first half, the Falcons took a 40-yard field goal. So Young young, young Koo... Kicked the 40-yard field goal, make it 16 to seven. Falcons completely took over the second quarter. The third quarter, however, the the Saints came in and make a little bit of noise because Will Lutz kicked a 49-yard field goal and put in the Falcons, so the Saints up 10 to six. However, the, Fal- the Falcons did not. Let that pressure get off the Saints next. Because then Marcus Marriott had a two-yard run to score a touchdown. Young Ho Ku kicked the extra point, making it 23 to 10. But if you ever watch the Saints and Falcons game, you know that it has to go down to the wire. Because in the fourth quarter, young 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 Ho Koop keeps the 27-yard field goal, start to start out the fourth quarter, put moving the Falcons up 26 to to um to 10. However, that is the last time the Falcons touch that edge zone. But the Saints got red hot. Red hot. Jared Winston started to make some real important plays. Because if Michael Thomas catches a um three-yard pass for Jaris Winston, which results in a touchdown. So then the Saints had to go for two. James Winston uh, throws the pass to Chris Olive. Olive? Yeah. And that two-point conversion was good, making it 18-26. Still anybody's game. With three minutes and 38 seconds on the clock, Michael Thomas catches a nine-yard pass from James Winston, which results in a touchdown. However... They went for two. The two-point conversion was a no-go. It was a fail. You're a Saints fan. You're looking like, oh, crap. What is Marcus Barrett going to do? I'll tell you now. Nah, not a dang old thing. Because then, at 19 seconds left in the game, Will Lutz kicks a 51-yard field goal, putting the Saints up 27-26. However, the Falcons did not quit there. They marched down that field, got the ball to... And Young Ho Ch- to kick a pretty substantial field goal. If I remember correctly, it was he went for a 30 yard field goal. As you guys heard, Young Ho Chu kicked a 50 yard field goal, 40 yard field goal. He went to kick that 30 yard field goal. It was a complete disaster. When I say disaster, I mean, dis- no, sorry. he didn't go for a 30 yard field goal. I'm tripping. He went for. A 63 yard field goal, and unfortunately, the field goal was blocked. But it would, if it went up, it wouldn't that would be crazy. Making the Saints beat the Falcons 27 to 26. So, our game winners, though, we must talk about studs. We had James Winston with the complete 23 at 34 attempts, threw for 269 yards. He had two touchdowns, takes the hill. Have four carries for 81 yards and one touchdown, and Jarvis Landry had seven receptions for 144 yards. Also, Michael Thomas is back. That that Sainty Wyrick Theater is back doing his thing. So, Saints are looking good. Defensively, they got some things they got to work on, but offensively, the Saints are pretty dominant. Marcus Mariota he threw for 250 yards and played 20 out of 33 attempts. We have Cordell Patterson with 27, 22 carries, completed 120 yards for one, and had one touchdown. Drake London had five receptions for 74 yards. So, the next game I want to talk about is the Steelers and Bagels game. Ooh, this game was something else right here. Right? Now we're going to go back to how we normally do things because your girl definitely did that in reverse. What we usually do is start with our game leaders. So, let's go there. So, the Steelers did beat the Bengals 23-20 to in overtime. So, we're going to start with the Steelers. Mr. Mr. Trubisky, he threw for 194 yards, completed 21 at 38 of his attempts, had one touchdown. Chase Claypool had six carries for 36 yards, while Pat, ooh, I'm not going to mess this up, Framer. Frameth, Frameth had um, he led the receiving yards for five receptions for seventy five yards. Joe Burrow had a game right here, man. Oof, he had he threw for three hundred thirty eight yards, completed thirty three at fifty three attempts. He had two touchdowns but four interceptions. Ooh, bad. What they all say? People gotta stop playing for ESPN highlights, man. You gotta stop that. But also. That Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection is just beautiful. It's just something else. But anyway, back to what I'm talking about. So, for our rushing yards, Joe Mixon, he had 27 carries for 82 yards. Jamar Chase had 10 receptions for 129 yards and one touchdown. So, let's get to the game. So, in the first, the Steelers were the first ones to get on the board because Minha, uh Minha uh, Fitzpatrick, he kicked a thirty-one yard. No, I'm sorry. He he um he completed a thirty-one yard interception return, which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Boswell kicked the extra point, making it seven to zero. Eric McPherson put the Bagels on the on the map with a fifty-nine yard field goal, making it three to seven. Chris Bosworth. Kicked a 20 yard field goal, making it 10 to 3. In the second quarter, Najee Harris had one call, a young one yard pass from Mitchell Trubisky, which resulted in a touchdown. Chris Boswell kicked that champlain, making it 17 to 3. Looking a little bit grim for the Bengals at this moment. However, with 14 seconds left of the clock, Evan McPherson kicked a 20. 20- six-yard field goal, making it 6-17 to 17 for the half. In the third quarter, the uh, Tyler Bolt caught a two-yard pass with Joe Burrow, which resulted in a touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bagels went 4-2. Joe Burrow threw a pass to Mike Thomas for the two-point conversion, and it was good. Making it 14 to 17. And that's all that happened in the third quarter, y'all. That was it. It was a lot of great defensive stops, a lot of three-outs, but that was the only time was on the end zone. So, the fourth quarter, though, we had Chris Boswell, okay, a 48-yard field goal at the beginning of the fourth quarter, putting the Steelers up 20 to 14. This last... Last minute and a half of the regular game, the Bagels really woke up. Because, man. Man. Jamar Chase caught a six-yard pass from Joe Burrow, which resulted in a touchdown. And it's one pass that also uh, um, Joe Burrow threw to Jamar Chase, where literally the tip of his toe had him out of bounds. It's and that was it. The first foot came out, step one. Second foot was just the tip of his toe was out. So they had to replay that play again, which resulted in a touchdown. However, I McPherson's extra point, which was won them the game, was blocked. So then the, we had both had to go to overtime. And overtime was a freaking circus bunch to three and outs, teams going back and forth. No one could be able to get that field goal or touch up to end the game. However, with time expiring, Chris Moss will keep the 53-yard field goal sending those Pittsburgh Steelers home with the win of 23 to 20. So, that's what happened though. So we're going to go to now our trash game of the week. And you're going to be surprised, which game I picked. Because it's not because both teams were trash. It was just because how it ended. And it's the Colts and the Texas game. This game was different to me because it ended a tie. I personally sit there with tie games. I'm like, mm, no one can figure out who to win. And overtime was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. So you already know they went to overtime. The the Colts and the Texas, uh tied twenty to twenty, the first tie this of this season, and it was just a freaking circus. It was just it was just dumb to me. Like this, mm-mm. the the Colts should have just the Colts the Colts did have a lovely comeback, but it's just like, what 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 y'all what were y'all doing the whole game, the whole rest of the game? Y'all was out here chilling. Like why? That's that's what it gave it gave that. It gave it they were just chilling. So that's why I was like trash. I don't I'm not here for it. So anyway, let's get to it. Let's talk about our game leaders. We have Matt Ryan. He threw for 352 yards. He 32 out of 50 attempts. He had one touchdown and one inception. So again, again, it's not the stats. It's not that. It's at the end of the tie. I don't like ties. I'm like, you either win or you lose. All right, Jonathan Taylor, he led in rushing yards with 31 carries for 161 yards and one touchdown. And for receiving yards, we have Michael Pittman Jr. He had nine receptions for 121 yards and one touchdown. On the Houston side of of the map, we had Davis Mills. He threw for 240 yards, completed 23 out of 37 attempts. He had two touchdowns. For the rushing yard lead, we have Rex Burkhead with 14 carries for 40 yards. And for receiver yards, we had Brandon Cooks, who had seven receptions for 82 yards. Okay. Well, in this game, we start off with the Colts putting up on the board early with a 45-yard field goal from Rojo. Man, my man. Rojo Blankenship. Blankenship. Yeah, we're gonna have a rough day with that one today. <laughs> he put it up with a field goal, picking three to zero. In the second quarter, it was all Texas. We had Ka- Kaami Fair, uh, Fairburn had a forty-five yard field goal, tying the game three to three. With two minutes twenty, two minutes thirty-seven seconds left in the first half, OJ Howard caught a sixteen yard pass from Davis Mills, which resulted in a touchdown. Fairburn kicked extra point, making it 10 to 3 going into the half. In the third quarter, all Texans, all Texans, because uh, Fairburn kicked off his 43-yard field goal, extending that lead to 13-3. O.J. Howard caught a 22-yard pass from Davis Mills, which resulted in a touchdown, making, and then also um, Fairburn kicked extra point, making it 20-3, to So at this point of the game, you're like, what the heck? If you are a Colts fan, you're like, man, this is a disaster. Again, so many three and outs, just left and right. But especially for the Colts, Carson Wentz, not Carson. I'm tripping. It's definitely not Carson Wentz. My fault Carson Wentz, I just shot you for no reason. Matt Ryan had a lot of trouble at first getting getting those boys on the map. However, in the fourth quarter, Matt Ryan did some work because he marched out his team down the field for Blankenship to kick kick a 27-yard field goal, making it 6-20. At a 7-minute and 42-second mark, you have Jonathan Taylor having having a two-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Blankenship kicked the extra point, making it 13-20. With a minute and 54 seconds left, you have Michael Pittman Jr. catches a 15-yard pass from Matt Ryan and which results in a touchdown. Then kick the extra point, make it twenty to twenty. And then from that point on, no team could really get themselves together. It was just mess after mess after mess after mess. Because then when we went to overtime, I tell y'all right now, overtime was great. There was literally missed field goal here miss um miss field goal there. Miss could not get to a place for field goals to happen. Try and play all the way to the end. There was it was I, I kid you guys not. It was a fu- a freaking disaster. Man, it was boring to watch. It was just like watching a pop Warner game go back and forth and back and forth. And I was just not here for it. I was just like, okay. However, both teams did play hard. Shout out for the Colts for that that comeback. They did come back. But I was just sitting here like, when will this game end? That's why I made my trash game of the week. I know most people probably think I'm going to really just go in on the Packers. I, no. I'm not going to go in on the Packers because Aaron Rodgers has no receivers. Yes, he had all summer to work on it. This is a, when I talked to him on the show, on the, on the live show. No, not live show, on the YouTube show. What Aaron Rodgers needs to do is do what the Chiefs did. The Chiefs practiced this winter. I mean, that, that, that was this winter. My goodness, this summer. They actually have full scrimmages, full practices, and all that. That's what Aaron should have been doing with his new receivers, because you don't have Devonte Adams anymore. That's over. Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers' um, era has ended. So you know that you won't have an, an automatic go-to. So you what you can't do is not be ready. And they just wasn't ready. And also, shout out to those Vikings. Because the Vikings really kicked butt the entire game. That's why we're not gonna talk about that game as our trash game of the week. Because it just wasn't to be. It was it was just a it was just sad. It wasn't trash, it was just sad. So our next game we're gonna talk about is gonna be the Chiefs and the Cardinals. The reason why I'm gonna talk about the Bills and the Rams, because even though that started off the season really start off the season. Um, and it was a pretty decent game. The first I would say the first half of that game was pretty competitive. However then when the Bills woke up the Bills woke up. Second half was the Bills. That's why I'm not gonna talk about that game. And also you all probably at the time saying a billion highlights about it. So we're not gonna talk about it. But we're gonna talk about the Chiefs and Cardinals. The Ch- the Cardinals the Cardinals were all over the place and the Chiefs were like I said, they practiced over the break. They took time to connect and learn their new players. Get everybody accolated. Um, Again, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. So, the Chiefs beat the Cardinals 44-21. So, let's get to our game beaters. One thing you already know, that boy Pat Mahomes is scary. Pat Mahomes, he threw for three 160 yards, completed 39 attempts, have five touchdowns. Like I said, when you are practicing on the offseason, you do stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about. I love me a good, not overachiever, a good player. He's just a great player. All right, for rushing yards, we have Isaiah Pach... Man. (laughs) Pach... I got that right. Shout out to me. With 12 carries for 62 yards and one touchdown. Travis Kelsey, he led in receiving yards with eight receptions for 121 yards and one touchdown. Kyle Murray had a lot of prob- lot of trouble in this game, but he did throw for 139 yards, completed 22 at 34 attempts, and had two touchdowns. He also led in rushing yards with five carries for 29 yards. Receiving yards, Greg Dor- um, Dorch if I got that right, has seven receptions for 63 yards. Alright, let's get to it. You know, straight up the back. them cheese, don't play. The cheese um, put up the first points. We got Travis Kelsey catching a nine-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckler kicked the extra point, making it 7-2-3, just to kick it off that way. Then, Clyde Edwards caught a three-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Um, Justin Reed kicked the extra point, making it 14-0. Again, Carlos not stands out at all during the first quarter. However, the second quarter, they got there, they got there, because James Conner had a two-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown, making it 7-14. However, the Chiefs did not let up, because then Clyde Edwards um, caught a four yard pass for Pat Mahomes, making it 20 to 7. However, Justin Reed's field um, extra point was no good. So that's why I am trying to 21, 21 to 7. However, with time expiring, Harrison Buckley kicked a 54 yard field goal, making it 23 to 7 to go into the half. That's a rough halftime to go into. But in the third quarter, the Chiefs did not let up because they showed. Totally Pornson caught a one-yard pass for Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckley kicked the extra point, making it 30-7. That's what well, they're at the sheets. They're going to put some points upon you. point are a good on both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive, and it shows throughout the entire game. Because then after that, we have Mik- uh, Nicole Hardman catches a two-yard pass for Pat Mahomes. Which resulted in a touchdown. Harrison Buckler kicked the extra point, making 37 to seven. Yikes! 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 Going to the fourth quarter, we also know that um, a lot of the Cardinals' weapons are out. We so us we'll give some grace there. Last year, the Cardinals started off really hot. This year, it's kind of it's going it's going to take some time to get there. However, Marquise Brown caught a six-yard pass with Kyle Murray, which resulted in the touchdown. Murray and a company go for the two point conversion. Murray threw a pass to Zach Ertz, which was good. So the two point conversion was completed. However, then Isaiah Pacho Pacheco, Pacheco, had did had a three yard run, which results in a touchdown, making it 45 to um, 15. Butler's extra point kick was good, which is why that total went that way. At this point, as a Cardinals fan, you're pretty much giving up hope, and that is what it is. Because then Zach Ertz catches a six-yard pass for Kyle Murray, and it results in a touchdown. It went for two, however, it was incomplete, making the game end 44-21. to Yeah, y'all, that's what happened. So, Nora's Game of the Week, which you probably, probably thought by now what Nora's Game of the Week would be. It's the Giants versus the Titans. Well, it's one thing that we all knew coming in this game, that people were not going for the Giants. Everybody on ESPN, everybody on FS1, everybody even at CBS that's watching the game was all like, yeah, we ain't picking the Giants. No one picked the Giants but one person. Only one person had hope. One, Well, one person on TV had hope. So if you're a Giants fan, you had hope the whole time. All all we got is hope. So one person. And that was um, I believe that's it. It's Chris Pine. No, 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 not Chris Pine, I'm sorry. It was Fox uh, Foxworth was the only one that picked us to win. Only one on the show that's watching the game to picked us to win. And yes, everyone was like, he should have lost. It should have went that way. But guess what? Kickers were kicking like they are kids and things happened. Sometimes, the ball just goes in a different direction. You never know. But the Giants did beat the Titans 21-20. Yes, a field goal at the end of the game did not take place. But that is not for you today. We will go with Daniel Jones. He threw for 188 yards, played 17 at 21 attempts, had two touchdowns, and one interception. Saquon Barkley had 18 carries for 164 yards and one touchdown. Saquon looked so good. It felt good to see him look good. That was a great feeling. Sterling Shepard, yes, a name you haven't heard in a bit because, honestly, Shep has been all over the freaking place. He led in receiving yards with two receptions for 71 yards and one touchdown. Now, let's look over at Tennessee's side. Ryan Tannehill, he threw for... 266 yards, completed 20 out of 33 of the attempts. get two touchdowns. Derrick Henry led in rushing yards with 21 carries for 82 yards. And for receiving yards, Kyle Phillips led with receiving yards with six receptions for 66 yards. So in this game, it took. I'm gonna go sit here on the front. Giants were looking kind of, kind of pissed forward at the beginning because the first half was all tight. In the first quarter, Dontrell Hillard had caught a seven-yard pass from Ryan Tannehill, which resulted in a touchdown. And that's the only time either team saw the end zone in the first quarter. So shout out to our defense definitely holding them seven points for a whole quarter. However, in the second quarter, though, we have um, Randy Bullock kicked a 46-yard field goal. Putting the Titans up ten to zero. Then we had Randy Bug at the um six minutes, pretty much halfway through the second quarter, kick a 23 yard field goal, putting the Titans up thirteen to zero. Well, John we've been here before. We know what this is. That's how we went to halftime. We we're like, ah, well shoot. At this point, recharge what you're doing. You know, take a second to collect your energy, collect yourself. Probably already throwing your t- throwing something across the room. You're at the game. You've already gotten up and got a beer Because at this point, you're like, hmm, okay, this is a disaster. But the third quarter goes a little bit different. Because this Saquon Barkley has a four-yard run, which results in a touchdown. The Giants went 4-2. And it was a fail. So we're like, oh, God, what will we do next? What we do next is Sterling Shepard catches a 65-yard pass to Daniel Jones. Which results in a touchdown. Graham gained a a point, making it a tie game, 13 to 13. Oh, hope has been restored. However, then two minutes at 54 second mark, we have Dontrell, Dontrell Hillman catches a 23 yard pass from Ryan Tannehill, which results in a touchdown. They get 20 to 13. In the fourth quarter, things got very dicey in there. We have another interception thrown. Silly mistakes were made. But with a minute and six seconds in the clock, Chris Myrick catches a one-yard pass from Daniel Jones, which results in a touchdown. The Giants go for two. I was literally saying, like, what are you doing? We tried going for two. It was a disaster. But Daniel Jones said, I can do it. And also, our coach, who is very, very in tune with our players, said they can do it. Went for two. Um, Jalen Jones threw a pass to Saquon Barkley, and the two-point conversion was good, making it 21-20. Giants fans are literally erupting because they're just like, oh my god, we are playing like dogs. We have hope. It's here. It's here. And guess what? The Titans charged down that field. Giants defense made some ignorant plays, but... They go for their field goal to try to win the game, and the ball went just a lot to the left. That was enough for us to take away the victory. So the Giants won twenty-one to twenty. This is why my game of the week. My team won. This is the first time we won our opener in six years. So this was huge, and it had to be Nora's game of the week. Next week, you guys will catch me talking more about. Week two, what games were popping, what games were not. But you know how it goes on this show five games each week. We dive in, we talk football, and I'll see you next time. Continue to stay blessed, stay safe out there. Support your girl's YouTube page. Your girl's on YouTube. That's a big thing, especially for her because she does not do that. But hey, I'm on there now. So support my YouTube, um, not my page, support the MTMV sports podcast page. That's where my The reports are now on, so you can catch them every single week. You can see me. I'm officially putting my face to my voice. So, check me out. See, catch y'all next week. Bye.